<laughs> yes! Yes! We are listening to Christmas music on today's episode, you all. Saints and families of the Most High God. I don't want to hear a single complaint about my Christmas music, okay? Not a single one. Not in the Apple Podcast reviews. Not in the comment sections of this YouTube video. Not a single thing. We are going full Christmas mode in 2022, okay? I let you Satan-worshipping pagan people have your holiday yesterday on Halloween, okay? But this is my day. This is my day now, okay? And we're celebrating Christmas. That's right. That's right. And yes, we're listening to this entire song. We're listening to this entire Christmas song. Don't you dare turn this podcast off. Don't you dare click away. Don't you dare do any of it. You're going to sit here and you're going to let this song get into your veins, okay? I want you all to bleed hot chocolate by the time you're done, okay? I'm serious. As far as you're concerned, we are freaking elves at the North Pole. Okay, we are going full Christmas mode because everything that's going on in the world right now, I mean, how many things are there left to celebrate? Okay, I hate to be that guy. I hate to be the Debbie Down. I hate it. I really do. But Christmas is going to be here regardless. Okay, we know that because the corporations and big business and everything else, they're going to make sure Christmas stays. Everything else may collapse, but we're still going to have Christmas. So I'm, I'm just putting in the long bet right now. Okay, I'm just sinking in on Christmas. Yes, keep listening to the song. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Yes, everything's going to be fine. And I, I need you to know right now, Christmas is the best holiday. And if anyone says otherwise, they're wrong, okay? And they're un-American, which may even be worse. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm salty. I'm salty. And you know what? You know what? I take it back. I'll be nice. I'll fade the music out so you don't have to listen to the rest of the Christmas song. I hear all the soccer moms in their vans getting mad that they have to hear the Christmas music because they're thinking about all the stuff they have to do for the, for the holiday. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a lot of work. I know. Um, I want to let you know. Yesterday, before I recorded this podcast, okay, um, was Halloween. Halloween, okay? It, it was one of these holidays that every year Christians go and, and you know, get on their, their big soapboxes. They get in those comment sections. They get in their posts. They get on those Facebook groups, Stacey, I know. And y'all get in those little Bible study devotional things. And the biggest topic of this week is whether or not Christians should celebrate Halloween, Okay? That's what it is. That's what we talk about and deal with most of the time because, you know, Christians apparently don't really have anything more important to talk about um, other than whether or not their kids should dress up as a Disney princess and, you know, go out and get candy. Um, I would say this to the adults my age who are dressing up in costumes and still going out trick-or-treating, you're weird. I'm not afraid to tell you you're weird. You're a weirdo. Um, also stay home. Also, you should probably consider getting a new career anyway, um, because you apparently make weird decisions. Oh, but Taylor, I'm having fun. But Taylor, I'm having fun. I don't care. I don't care. You're a grown adult dressed as a Teletubby. I saw you. I saw you. You didn't get away with that. You're a weirdo. Anyway, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, this is years and years of not being allowed to celebrate Halloween. I was not allowed to celebrate Halloween growing up. Not once. Not once. We had Harvest Festival, which was the week of it. And listen, I'm not even complaining. You heard my podcast last week. I explained why Harvest Festival at church is a thousand times better than Halloween. And I will hold to that. Okay? I will hold to that. I, I just, it's hilarious. My, my Halloweens, this is my how my Halloweens went. We would, uh, we would stay at home, 
and we would be in the living room and would have the lights off. Okay, because we didn't want anybody to know we were home because, you know, the devils were running out in the streets and people would come into our door and they'd try to knock on it to get candy. But we wouldn't give them any candy. We'd just open the door and lay hands on them. And then the devils would get out of them and they'd start puking up in the streets and then they'd run home and pray in the Holy Ghost the whole way. So it was a great time. <laughs> Bro, Terry's anointing got on me there for a second. Listen, listen, I hope you all had fun. I hope y'all had fun. I just went on a whole tirade about Halloween. I did not do anything for Halloween. My church had a Harvest Festival deal, and we did that. Also, I am entirely hopped up on carbs right now. Um, I did keto for seven days, exactly seven days, actually, for seven days. And then I realized, as I went to record this podcast, that I felt sick and I had absolutely zero energy to do literally anything. I wanted to sit and watch gaming YouTube videos, which I rarely do, but I wanted to do it. And that's how I knew I was like, okay, this is like affecting my productivity at this point. Because keto's not that bad. Like I eat all the time if I'm doing keto. I mean like meat, you know, chicken, steak, hamburgers, cheese there's all kinds of stuff um but if you're doing keto and you don't and you eat less than 20 carbs a day and you actually stick to it like i did oh my goodness maybe it eventually adjusts i think everyone says it's a, it's supposed to eventually adjust but my goodness i stink i can't even open this coke bottle right now you guys should see me if you listen to my audio trying to open this coke bottle um it just wrecks you so i'm gonna be honest i broke down and i did the very thing you would expect taylor ransom to do i stopped at the chick-fil-a right before my new studio where I record this, and um, which looks very good, by the way. If you're watching on video, you see my new studio. I got the old Clover wall back out from like two years ago. The OG fans will remember. And I put it up, and I'm recording it now with this backdrop. Um, it's super cool. I love it. It's very multi-purpose. I'm going to use it for all kinds of stuff. Um, honestly, I'm getting so inspired hanging out um, here. And you know what? I'm thinking about getting back on Twitch, honestly. Getting back on Twitch stream, and I'm thinking about it. I just hate that I can't be more consistent with it. Because my life is so stupidly inconsistent, both because, you know, just as far as like my content that I make, a lot of times I ha sometimes I have to travel um, as well as that. I just have a very busy personal life, you know, and it's like tough because you're supposed to stay on like a rigorous schedule if you're streaming. Um, but, you know, I don't know. We'll see. But I'll say this. I I I'm coming home. I'm I see the Chick-fil-A. I stopped, y'all. I ate I ate at the Chick-fil-A. I got Chick-fil-A. I got my perfect order plus mac and cheese. If you don't know what my perfect Chick-fil-A order is, I'll tell you a little bit later. Um, but OG fans know that, too. I got that, and I did get it with a water. I did get it with a water, and I feel like that just fixed everything. That just took all the carbs out. Um, and so I ate that, and now I feel like I could climb Mount Everest right now after having like almost no carbs all week, and now I just probably ate more carbs than I ate the entire... Well, actually, I know for a fact I ate more carbs in one meal than the entire week combined. Um, and so now I'm hopped up. Now I'm hopped up. So praise God, you guys are going to get some stuff on this podcast this year. And by the way, I'm not kidding about Christmas. I'm giving everyone permission to be cringe okay permission to be cringe this christmas wear that elf outfit D decorate your house with the cheap hot uh, the ch oh, i about said the cheap halloween decorations oh help us god i about open portals all over the nation no i mean decorate your house with the cheap christmas decorations as much as you guys want okay um and also also 
I'm tired. I really am tired right now. I'm tired. So if I'm on this podcast and I look a little bit tired, I'm sorry. I'm also hopped up and have high energy because of the carbs. How those two things coexist, I have no idea whatsoever. I tell you what, let's just jump right into some questions. I have no idea how long I've been talking. Um, This podcast, dude, I'm not really holding myself to a lot of rules with this podcast. Like, I'm straight up going to listen to your ransom note questions, the little highlights you guys send me and the questions you want me to answer. And I'm also just going to talk about my life and just talk about what God's doing and also just talk about everything, talk about what's going on in the world. And so some of these episodes are going to be longer and some of them are going to be shorter, but it's just going to be what it is. Okay. It's going to be what it is. Um, Someone sent in a question and they said, oh, oh, let me preface this. So like earlier this week, I put out an anonymous Q&A on my Instagram story. I did that cool little trendy thing that all the influencers started doing where they have anonymous Q&A. And um, someone sent him some questions and then I put up a poll and I said, I can't answer all these questions on my story, obviously, because there's quite a few of them. Um, And I said, can I answer them on ransom notes? And over 90% of you said, yes, please do. So therefore, here's the first one. I liked this question. I wanted to talk about it. Um, Someone sent in and said, I burnt out hard at a small dying church. No one around. So I did everything they asked, worship slash tech, etc. I had to leave because I couldn't sit down. But now I find myself with zero desire to seek God. Just don't want to pray or read my Bible or go to any church. I'm starting to doubt my faith. First of all, my friend, whoever wrote this, um, I want you to know you're not alone. This is like not whatsoever like just you this this happens all the time all across the country partly because there's like huge expectations on the average everyday weekly local church um to be a massive huge you know production company and that's just not going to happen i think that a lot of smaller churches need to really focus on just their personal community and serving the people who are already in the church and you know i could go into a whole thing about that this isn't a diss on big churches or small churches um but i think that churches need to just be aware of where they're at they need to be aware of their limitations and they need to take care of their people because look at this we have a guy totally burnt out. And now not only has he left the church, I'm assuming this is a guy, could be a girl, um, but he's also doubting his faith. So listen, I'm going to talk to the person who made this question real quick. First of all, my friend, you're not alone. This is, this is literally, this is, I've been in this like exact place. Okay. I've been there. When I first started out um, working in church, a lot of my jobs, first jobs that I had um, were in church. Um, you know, it, it starts out a lot of times with church production because they always needed hands. Every, I mean, always. And there's a huge revolving exit door. Um, and y- y- most of them aren't paid. Like there's a few people that are paid, like the director's. And stuff like that. Um, but other than that, most of the people is unpaid staff. And that's cool. That's fine. I believe in volunteer work. Um, people can serve the Lord and serve their church and be rewarded, um, both in heaven and on earth, by serving in their church in this way. Um, it's very important. Um, but I do remember being in a lot of spots where, man, I mean, they, you could get wore out. And people didn't understand, the other people in the church, the other leaders, and et cetera, they didn't really understand how much work is involved with that kind of stuff, except it sounds for you like you had to do all of it. Um, I want to talk about this part, though, where you say, but now I find myself with zero desire to seek God. Just don't want to pray or read my Bible or go to any church. I'm starting to doubt my faith. Um, at the risk of, of sounding like I'm telling you you did something wrong, I want you to know that's not what I'm saying at all right now. Um, it's very, very easy for us to put the church 
our local church, which is full of flawed human beings, as the middleman between us and our Heavenly Father, God. It's very easy to do. Um, and why is that? Because it's not hard to get a hold of man. Um, it's not hard to talk to man. Like, we can go to man with our questions and be immediately answered. Um, I would argue that you can with God, too, if you just know how to listen, and you know how to read the Word, and you know how to seek out what the Bible says about things, and, and you learn how to hear the voice of God for yourself as well. Um, but everything has to be backed up by the Bible. And so what I'm not really seeing in this message, and where I think this church really failed in this area, is just that they didn't really equip you as someone who was coming into church um, and someone who had a desire to seek God, they didn't really equip you with Bible, um, which is our first starting place in connection with God, because the Bible says in John, and I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing a bunch of verses and jamming them together, but in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and then later it says, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and that was Jesus. The Word of God is Jesus. Now, this part here where you say, I find myself with zero desire to seek God, just don't want to pray or read my Bible or go to any church— um, I can understand that, and maybe there's nothing wrong with having a period of time where you're not so much in a church, but you should definitely, like, read your Bible. Like, there's so many resources online for you to dive into your faith. Go to Theos U. Um, I highly recommend Theos U. Um, they've got so many awesome courses for people who are really learning what they believe. Um, I would I would encourage you to read How to Be a Modern Monk. Um, or not, it's not a read, it's a watch, it's a course. Watch How to Be a Modern Monk with Pastor Jude. Um, that will stir your faith, my friend. Um, and, and sometimes you just got to give yourself a rest. You just got to give yourself a rest sometimes, you know. You just got to take a break. Um, I do think you should eventually go back to church, because I think that all Christians should go to church. You know, it's a biblical commandment um, that we be joined to the body. Um, God did not intend for man to be alone. And um, as Christians, we are the body of Christ. And a body that's all separated, well, it doesn't really operate or function correctly, now does it? Um, so being a part of the church, though, is not just for you to serve. Like, yes, that's a huge component. Half the reason we go to church is to serve. But the other reasons is you're also supposed to be nourished. You're also supposed to be trained. You're also supposed to be equipped. You're also supposed to be encouraged. And when you're at a small church, um, a lot of times what you need to do is really get into your Bible and really just surround yourself with really godly people. Um, don't don't really if if you have to say no to things, say no to things. Like, and if they're mad about you saying no to volunteering, yeah, they probably don't care about you that much. So, just a side thought: take a break, read your Bible, see God. I know you don't want to. Most people don't want to, but just make yourself. You will walk with God. God, you will feel the presence of God. This thing will turn around, and you'll eventually either get reconnected with your church or reconnect to another church um, that God leads you to, and it's going to be awesome. So don't worry about it. We've all been there, okay? And now for a hard left. <laughs> now out of a serious question to something more fun. Um, someone sent in a question and said, "Go to Chick Fil A order." Um, I have talked for years about my Chick-fil-A order. Um, I call this the perfect order, okay? This is the perfect Chick-fil-A order, in my opinion. It's this simple. Get a spicy chicken sandwich combo with no pickles. Add Colby Jack cheese, okay? And I like to get two slices of Colby Jack. And I know half the audience just absolutely gagged when I said no pickles because y'all are pro pickles. But pickles are, are terrible. Okay, they're just not great. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't. I hear you complaining right now, and I don't want to hear it. Okay, no pickles. Trust me on this. No pickles. Add two slices or one of Colby Jack cheese. You want to get you a large fry 
with that bad boy, okay? And then the next thing you want is a good big drink, and either that's a large sweet tea, if you're like me and you're from Tennessee and you're from the South, praise God. Um, or I like to get a soda water. I like to get a carbonated water, just a regular water, sometimes a Coke Zero. Um, that's what I've been drinking lately because I haven't been drinking sugar in forever. And then this is important. You need to get the honey roasted barbecue sauce, and you need to put it on the sandwich as you're eating it. And then also dip the fries in Chick-fil-A sauce. Listen, your life will change. Your life will change. I'm telling you the truth. It's Taylor Ransom's perfect Chick-fil-A order. I I've, I have literally have yet to tell anyone to try that, and they tried it, and they didn't like it. I'm telling you the God's truth right now. Well, I say, well, my truth, to the best of my remembrance anyway. Um, it's the truth. It's the truth. Get that order. Um, next question on ransom notes. Next ransom note. Someone sent in a question and said, pastor's preaching from the iPad <laughs> versus the physical Bible thoughts. Here are my thoughts. Okay. If, if a pastor is preaching out of the iPad, like either A, that man has the best resources on planet Earth at his fingertips, and the message you're about to hear is going to slap, and you better listen. Um, or two, they're entirely cringe. They're entirely cringe, and they're probably viewing Instagram as they're preaching. Um, there's no in-between. Also, anytime, I remember when iPads first came out, and it was the trendy thing with all of the big pastors. They'd get their iPad out, and they had those black felt covers. And they propped it up, and they sat it on the podium, and then they, like, looked at it, and they smiled for a second. Like, just thinking about, like, you know, how cool they were. They had their iPad. And then half the time, it would crash, or the battery would die, and, like, halfway through the message, and then they had to scramble for words. It was epic. It was epic, and I love it. Honestly, I'm in favor of more pastors preaching from iPads. But if a pastor comes up with a physical Bible, you got to give him a little bit of respect, especially if it's like an old leather-bound one that's like beat up and has a few gunshot holes through it. That's a pastor. Like, you know that man about to preach the house down. Like, everybody going to get saved. Everybody going to get delivered. Everybody, everybody, my whole words fell apart. Everybody going to get filled with the Holy Ghost. Um, my faith was just being quick in there um, when I was thinking about that. Man, man, listen, I love you all. If you're listening to the Taylor Ransom Show on Apple Podcasts, do me a favor. Go down there in the reviews and leave me a five-star review. It helps more people see the show. If you're watching this right now, I want to let you know, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. I just got into the space. Tonight's episode was a little bit shorter than I wanted it to um, to be. And also, I'm super tired, and so I'm out of things to rant about. But next episode is going to slap so hard. Also, if you missed episode one, go back and watch it so that you can keep up with everything. Okay? And thank you for listening to the show. It really means a lot to me. Um, also, I wanted to know if you guys had any thoughts um, about um, any type of videos I should be doing on YouTube. Like, specifically, not like the short-form reels that I do, but like long form YouTube videos. If you have anything you think, wow, I'd like to hear Taylor talk, do that. Um, go ahead and put in the comments. If you're listening on audio, you know what? Send me an Instagram message and follow me on all platforms at the link in the description of this post. This has been the Taylor Ransom Show. Don't forget to be full of Christmas cheer. Don't forget to go out and tell everybody about Santa Claus. And don't forget to go stunt on all of the fake Christians who celebrated Halloween. I say sarcastically. God bless you. Peace out. This has been the Taylor Ransom Show. God bless.